Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We encourage everyone to learn more, and we work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. All right, welcome to the Tending Arnest podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman, and I am your host here. I just finished up a series on the image of God and how that ties into the gospel. And another way of maybe looking at that is the origins of humanity or the beginning of humanity and the gospel. What I want to turn now to is essentially the end of humanity, the end of the story, the destiny of those who believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I think it'll really help to fill out our picture of what the gospel means when we actually talk about what it means to be saved. Are we talking about going to heaven? Are we talking about new heavens and new earth? Are we talking about resurrection? All of these things matter. Are we talking about having an endless worship service? Are we talking about actually doing things to help to rule and steward and order creation? These things matter. The picture that people have of what it means to be saved actually influences whether or not they are interested in being saved. It matters. We also want to make sure that we're presenting this accurately. So, again, when we look at it and we read the Bible, how we present this matters. So, uh, what I want to do is kick off this new series on the destiny of humankind and how that ties into the gospel reflecting on something that I came across in reading N.T. Wright's The Challenge of Jesus. Uh, so if you like the the ideas here that I'm just kind of pulling out, I'm just going to highlight a couple of ideas because I don't want to get too much into his material. Uh, definitely go buy this book. It's, it's a great kind of introduction into the kinds of things that N.T. Wright does. Um, it's a shorter book. It's one of his, uh, I think, earlier books. Um, and it really just kind of gives you that picture of Jesus being the one who fulfills the role of the firstborn son of God that Israel was supposed to fulfill, and that he then did perfectly. He really ties a lot of the Old and New Testament together. That's obviously something I'm very passionate about here. And I think it helps to present the gospel more in living color. So one of the things that he catches on to and he brings out in this book in chapter 8, which he calls the light of the world, is the fact that we are supposed to see the resurrection, the first day of the week, Sunday, as new creation. So when we talk about being saved, one of the things that we end up talking about usually is being born again. What does it mean to be born again? Right? What does it mean that we're still alive in, in the bodies that we came to on this earth, and yet we are born again? We're somewhere in this in-between. We're living this mortal life that we've been given, but we also have started to live eternal life. We do that in new creation, and we get to see new creation breaking into this old corrupted creation in little ways here and there as signals of what will happen when Christ comes again and consummates new creation. So this idea that Easter, that, that the resurrection is the first day of the week, is the first day of new creation, harkens back to creation itself, right? God took six days to create. He rested on the seventh. And then we can start to kind of think about that and work backwards a little bit. And you think, well, gee, if he rested on the seventh and you could say he rested in the tomb on the seventh day, on what we call Saturday, that being the seventh day 
Then you have, what is the next day, right? It's the eighth day or the first day of the new week, the first day of new creation. And one of the things that N.T. Wright points out when he's talking about this is he goes to John chapter 20 and points out the fact that Mary Magdalene has an encounter with Jesus where she actually mistakes him for the gardener. This is meant to point us back to Christ being the new Adam. He is the new man in the image of God, perfected, not the image of God that was marred in the fall, right? Uh, and so we get to see all of these kind of things come together, and I think it's just really beautiful. Uh, I'm going to read this passage from John 20, and I'll just start in verse 11. This is from the NIV. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you were looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. And Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Teacher. So here we have this moment after the resurrection, on the first day of the week. John is calling out all of these details to point out to us, this, pay attention to this, this is new creation, right? This is what it means to be in new creation. The resurrection is the beginning of that. And so as Christians, when we come to faith, when we are born again, we start living in the in-between. We are finishing out our mortal life. We are beginning our eternal life in the here and now every day. That is part of what we have to look forward to as we think about what the fullness of that eternal life looks like. So we're going to get into talking about what that looks like in this next series. I'm really excited, and I think it will help to really fill out a picture of what we're actually saying when we're talking to people about the gospel, when we're talking to people about what Jesus means for them. All right, that's it for our episode for today. I'm looking forward to this next series. As always, please like, subscribe, rate, review, share this podcast on all the platforms that we have it on, uh, because that helps us get the word out to make sure that we can help equip Christians to share the gospel effectively with everyone they know. God bless. You've been listening to the Tending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Tending Our Nets. Who raise us up to be-